Yeah, if someone doesn't engage you in the way that you believe they should, then <laughs> yeah. he was like, he's arrogant. He's act like he's above everybody. Yeah. Like, no, I just don't want to argue with you about stupid shit. I <laughs> 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 just really don't have time. To argue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm Blue face, baby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We back. Very, very uh, therapeutic right now. Just in case y'all forgot. Just in case y'all forgot. Let's take them ankles. But y'all probably did forget though. Cause knowing y'all just short news cycles and all this other nonsense. <laughs> yeah, we know how it is. We bro. know how it is, feel me? Gone but not forgotten. But we back though. We back. Just to baby. let you know. Woo! I'ma let that sit for a little bit. That's a smooth takeoff though, I'm not gonna lie. Like I feel like I just got my peanuts and my wine in the flight just took off. So I feel like right now. Ladies and gentlemen, you're far too kind right now, far too kind. Thank you for the... Ooh, woo, it's bouncing. It's what is this? Return, baby. This sounds like something that like, I would play in the Maybach when I'm riding down the street and um, and uh, me and Meg just left Nobu and we're just trying to you know wind down or whatever for the night. Exactly what the song I'm gonna play. Shout out Ashley Blaine. Shout out Ashley Blaine. Yo, watch Dear White People. It's an amazing show. You live, baby. You live, baby. You live, but we back. Better than ever, baby. Oh, yo, I'm not gonna lie. This is a. Uh, these vibes is, uh, is real. These vibes is right. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, y'all. Yes, yes, y'all. You know the vibes, man. You don't stop. To the beat, y'all. You, you already know the stop. vibes. You know what your favorite podcast is. The one and only. Feel me? Bass. It's killer. A.K.A. Rob Bass, the man. Say, you know what it is all day, Burger King, all that, me, feel me? The chosen one. The chosen one. A with none other than... Uptown legend, Uptown rapper. For me, feel me? To the death of me. Feel me? Saints. Saints. Like the football team. You already know. You already know. But this ain't NFL podcast. Shout out to uh, New York Giants, though. Saquon Barkley. I see you, bro. Yeah, we see you, dog. We see you, dog. Uptown, feel me? But you know what it is. Take but them ankles. But you know what it is. Take them ankles. He takes me? a couple ankles, but... He does, though. He not. He he does. Takes a couple ankles. That boy, talented, man. That boy got it. <laughs> Yo. He certainly does, man. Yo, so how was your weekend, brother? Uh, it was, it was eventful. Um, it was good. Like, I got into a funny argument with a homegirl of mine. Okay. Like, it, it wasn't malicious or anything like that. It was just about, like, she was telling me how, like, at this age, like, you know, it's, it's hard to find people who are, like, casuals when it comes to sports. Yeah. She was like... How, you know, everybody's so invested in these teams that they have nothing to do with, you know, and they devote all this time. So I told her, I said, well, that's the case, but that's kind of like y'all with y'all hair, right? It's kind of like the same thing, right? Like, mm -hmm. but, huh? they, but they have everything to do with their hair, though. 
We got everything to do with these sports, feel me? I you feel mean? you, though. What you I mean? I feel you. I'm, I'm in that same same bracket, bro. This, like, it's in my blood now. Like, you can't, <laughs> you can't change this. Like, my son's son's son is going to be a, a, a fan of my team. Like, Yo, can you feel me? Like, feel me. That's what's going to be. Feel me. They're going to talk about Kevin Durant like he was Muhammad Ali. Exactly. The great one. Well, ah, okay, and that's a little bit of a stretch, man. You're like nobody's hitting Ali Heights. I'm no, sorry. no, yeah, no, yeah. Not. Sorry, sorry, uh, sorry, anybody who wants to beat me up saying that. I he apologize. overspoke. He overspoke. I overspoke. I take it back immediately. Don't overspoke. hit me. And I'm, I'm sensitive. And I'll kind of just ad lib everything he says. So. No, no, don't, so don't, don't, so don't blame me. So, so hit him first because he's not. He's no, so don't blame him. me. So don't blame me. Don't blame me. <laughs> and he, yo, so yeah, let but, me give you a little breakdown. Of my weekend. My weekend was was pretty eventful. You know what I mean? I had uh, pretty chill vibes. Had a little family get together on Sunday. Nice. Oh yeah, you, yeah, yeah bro. The yeah. Fortunate running. Nah, 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 nah. It was, it was, it was all good vibes, man. Good vibes, good. Nah, vibes. I mean, yeah, the good family Def- vibes. Family but. vibes, but you know, I met one of my cousins, an avid sports fan. Oh. Shout out to him. Shout out to 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 the avid sports fan cousin. Yeah, you know what I mean. But we was talking. He, he, Nick, die hard. God bless all Nick fans. I know you guys have patience. And you so, got a rough too. <laughs> you guys had a rough. Yo, so women, women, if you're looking for a good man, look for a Nick fan because they stay loyal regardless. They won't leave you for nothing. They for, don't care about losing. For all the turmoils and all the trials. Listen. As long as your attendance is good, they gonna rock with you, right? <laughs> <laughs> yo, so yeah, I got into I got into it with my my um my cousin. We was talking about uh we was talking about sports. We was talking about the Nets and the Knicks, and he was reassuring me that nobody cared about what the Nets did this offseason. <laughs> it sounded like her ex. He, I, I don't care about her. He, he also reassured me that that we were last in attendance out of 30 teams. That's what he kept on stating. You and guys da, da, da. were last in attendance. We were ninth. I'm we like, were ninth. Like that's that. I was like, oh well, we made. The All that tells me is that Nick fans celebrate losing. Like they they don't have a problem with paying overpriced tickets. You know what? They were there. Seventeen win but, team. But but they were there to witness I, I, it live. I don't know. Look look look! They were there though. <laughs> they were there. <laughs> they were I, there, and your people weren't. I saw that L. I saw that in person. I saw that they lost by forty three points in the garden. The, I have you know the L for live also stands for loss, <laughs> and I witnessed that. I witnessed that. How dare you? And first of all, you're gonna come in here and in my place of business and tell me how to run my team. We would have been in the playoffs if if Zion wasn't on the board. If Zion wasn't on the board, we would we we would have competed and went. We probably would have been AC. Probably. We have Mitch Robinson. He's the next Dwight Howard. Yo, chill, 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 chill. He, he actually said Dwight Howard was a bum, and he sees Mitch, Mitchell Robinson being better than him. I'm so like, Dwight Howard was a bum. That's what he said. I'm and, like, and, and I'm second so, round pick, Mitch Robinson like, be better than him. I'm said gotcha. defensive player, three with three time defensive player of the year, three time defensive player of the year. Like the only player who's doing that is Ben Wallace, Kawhi, people like that. Like numerous of consecutive amounts of rebounding titles. He said Mitch is going to do all that. He told me Mitch gonna do all that. I said, bro, listen, I said, listen. Mitch's ceiling is DeAndre Jordan. That's Mitch's ceiling. I told, I told Like, let's let's get some reality. I here. told Cuzzo, I said, yo, listen. I know you like to, you know what I mean, have your little get right before you go to sleep. <laughs> Indulge. <laughs> but my brother, please. Stay off the, the weed. <laughs> 
<laughs> yo, Stephen A. Yo, side note, I really hope you didn't trademark that because I'm not paying you, bro. And and we'll go to court. Uh, <laughs> so what's going on in the sports world, man? Yo, uh, sports world, sports. ESPN. I'm, I'm, do you want to say what ESPN did for last, or are we going to talk about something? I think we should leave it for last. Yeah, we should leave it for last because because I feel like that's the icing on on the proverbial cake. I'm confounded. I don't know if you like that word. Confounded. Oh. I'm confounded. Um, I'm, well, we'll leave that. We'll put that in the the box over here. We've got a box right here. <laughs> the box. We're gonna leave yeah, later it. box. Put it to, really? This the, is me clapping the later box. Right the later here. box. Woo. We'll put that right there. Let's talk about uh, Carmelo Anthony with the Nets, man. Yeah. Practicing so. in Los Angeles. I know this is last week, but I'm going to just give you my thoughts on it, man. I basically was saying, uh, for the most part, I believe that Carmelo Anthony, he fits seamlessly with what uh, the front office and Sean Marks and the boys was doing. And I really think that he would be a good fit for the team. I mean, he gives us a little scoring punch as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that that can never be a negative thing. Man. I think he provides minutes at the at the four. That's well needed in today's modern NBA where we play small ball often. And he just fits inside the criteria of what Sean Marks does. Like he takes a lot of projects that people give up on. If you guys don't know, uh D'Angelo Russell was preceded as a bust and it was saying Still got the uh the uh Jamel Hill and uh, Michael Smith uh uh uh, Sports Center at six segment of them like literally clowning this deal by Sean Marks. Oh, haven't the Nets learned that of being stupid trades and doing stupid trades? Yeah, I, I, just something that I, I don't ever let go from these guys. Oh yeah, but yeah, I this mean, is you, a sidebar. You sidebar. hear that? You hear a lot of that from ESPN. Shout oh, out, shout out, foreshadow, foreshadow. Shout out to um Jamel Hill for no longer being part of that organization, though. By the way, right, right, right. So make sure we establish but, that and check out her podcast. I forgot the name, but I'll bring it up later. But you hear a lot of bad stuff from from bad opinions from from ESPN. Foreshadow, foreshadow. Um, but yeah, like at the end of the day, he takes projects. Joe Harris was the fifteenth man on the Cleveland Cavaliers bench. Now look at him; he's one of the best shooters in the league right now. You got uh. Spencer Dinwiddie kicked off Chicago's team, you know, booted off of Detroit's team. This was the last stint for him, and he more than exceeded expectation, and he signed a really good contract last year. So right now, so, like these nuts, these nuts. That's what I feel like. Carmelo Anthony, he fits in that criteria. Like he's a guy who's been slighted for whatever reason. I have no clue, but. Uh, we all know what kind of talent he is offensively. I remember the last game he played us, dropped 28 on our heads and won the game. No James Harden. was James Harden wasn't dead. Regular uh, um, Carmelo Anthony, just heroics. Right. I agree with you. I also think that the Los Angeles Lakers would be a great team for him as well. Absolutely. I think he deserves to be in a situation that has winning time. Like he's, he, he, he needs to be in a situation where he can showcase – why he's Carmelo Anthony. Like, you know, playing next to LeBron, playing next to Anthony Davis, playing next to Kuz, playing next to all these guys, um, Melo has one job. Mm-hmm. Put the ball in the basket. And then when uh, um, Jason, K- <clears throat> excuse me, Frank Vogel is uh, running the plays for the franchise, <laughs> um, so they're going to... 
know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way he can't find use um, when the game uh, digresses to, you know, possessions on both ends of the court. Like, you know, how, how many possessions can you get me? How many effective ones can you get me? Carmelo Anthony is one of the best bucket getters the league has ever seen. Right. And there's no reason why you won't be able to... Like, again, like... If you think Joe Johnson can contribute to the NBA right now, which he absolutely can, he lead it. He, he so, led, he so led can Carmelo Anthony. He led the big three in scoring for in like big three history. Just for, um sidebar. He's a monster. And but, uh, let me just let me uh, let me speak against that point because I, I I believe Carmelo Anthony would be a good fit for the Lakers, but I want a rim protector. I want somebody who rebounds. I want somebody who does dirty work. So there's been a lot of rumblings. I'm just going to connect the tissue right now. You know what I mean? Been a lot of rumblings of Dwight Howard and the Lakers have mutual interests with each other. And um, I'm also hearing Joe Kim Noah. Uh, with all that being said, do you think Dwight Howard has anything left in the tank, man? So, all right. If the question is between Dwight Howard and Carmelo Anthony, that's absurd. Carmelo Anthony should all absolutely get the pick, which is mm-hmm. there's no um, there's no slight to Dwight Howard because he's still a double double. He's still a walking double double. Even at this point in his career, he's but instead of talent, you think Dwight might fit need more than so. But okay, all right. Because so, imagine I'm just gonna paint a picture for you real quick. Let me paint this picture for you. You have Anthony Davis and Dwight Howard defending your paint. Carmelo Anthony needs to sue the NBA if Dwight Howard gets a deal before he does. Mm. That makes absolutely no sense because you're talking about, okay, like, I get it. In the paint, yeah, I get it. But think about everything else Dwight brings with him signing him. Right. That has nothing to do with basketball. Melo does not have any of those problems. Mm-hmm. And Melo's a better player at this point in their career than, than, I, than they are together. There's no, There's no, like... Like this is this isn't even a, a an argument. If I was the head coach, and like I know just probably what Jason Kidd wants to do, he probably wants to cater to the Lakers going to a small ball because like I I think you know having a mismatch at the point guard is ideally what Jason Kidd had in mind when they were playing with the idea of him starting a point guard. Right. Um. So obviously when the the play calling comes, you're gonna get that. But in order to maximize this, something that I, I've learned. Watching small ball is like you have to your 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 most dynamic players have to have to be what the mismatch is. Mm-hmm. So if LeBron is the mismatch for the point guards, it only makes sense to have Carmelo Anthony there to complement Davis and the rest of these guys. It makes zero sense to have Dwight Howard on the squad who cannot shoot, can't do anything. Mind you, Demarcus Cousins at this point in his career might be a better player than Dwight Howard is right now. Mm. So it's like. That's, that's that's yeah funny. like it's there's no for me there's no there's nothing that like I if he signed instead of Carmelo Anthony it it's a problem he should sue the NBA there's, there's obviously something going on here that that we're not privy to that we're not like seeing it has nothing to do with basketball and it's it's disrespectful and it, it needs to stop because Carmelo Anthony is is one of the uh, the great. Uh, Ambassadors of the game, and not just for the NBA. He's been winning at every level of basketball he's played. Some for the A, but it, I mean, but even the A, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, ten time All Star, six time All NBA, one of the greatest scorers we've ever seen. But when we say that he's 
the champion at every level. That is what it is, man. Well, no, well not not. I said a winner at every level. Like, winner at every well. Yes. Yeah. Well, I would go as far as to say he's a champion at every level when it when it comes except for NBA. Well, yeah, he's won at everything but the NBA. So it's like so this is the only thing that's eluded him, and I feel like that's the cherry on top to a storybook career. Like at the end of the day, like Lonzo had Alonzo Mourning. I was about to say Lonzo because y'all y'all probably might think Lonzo. <laughs> yeah, Alonzo Mourning had his. His walk off into the sunset. Yes, he did. Yep, and absolutely. When did. he won that championship, that was the the storybook ending to a championship career, Hall of Fame career, Hall of Fame career. Like Grady Sanders, like like, and he earned that one. He earned every bit of that championship. Yep, he was actually playing more quality minutes than Shaq was during that finals. Yep, if you guys do your research. Yes, he certainly was. Shaq, Shaq looked gassed. That was his but, last great year. Yeah, but he in, in, but he in, did carry them. Six. He did help carry them to that to that point though. No, but, oh yeah, no question. Yeah, yeah no question. I remember, no question. I remember, Shaq was the one thing that kept on like interfering with the Nets going forward. Yes, yes, yeah. He was coming to the game. We had no answer for him. We couldn't figure out how to beat in him. Any era of of Nets basketball, but uh, yeah, Shaq, right? It was Shaq, always Shaq. Shaq. Always Shaq. Shaq. <laughs> but um, but um, back to the whole argument, Melo. You know, Dwight Howard trying to... Oh, again, sorry, because like, I feel like we just skipped over Bookie Cousins. Look, thoughts and prayers go out to Bookie Cousins, man. Um, I want to talk more about that. Um, yeah, like, uh, we, could, we, we could talk more about that a little bit later, man, because I just want to know what's next for Bookie Cousins. And and uh, do you see him making a, a surprise appearance this year, or you see them... Them shelving him for the rest of the season. So I'm again, you know, putting on my uh my uh you know internet PhD. <laughs> Doctor Saints. Doctor Saints in the building. I mean, from Grey's Anatomy. Feel me how that. Anyway, so um, I feel like when you have a an injury like like an Achilles, what the the trickiest part about it is it affects every muscle in your your your, your leg. leg. Because all the muscles and tendons have to work overtime. Right. Especially if, even if you heal and it's still weak, the body knows that. So it's going to exert these strengths mm. in, in other places. This is why he's had a torn hamstring and a torn ACL, in my opinion. Him coming back from the Achilles. I feel like he rushed it. He Took way, they, it didn't sure take did. enough time. Sure did. Like, and like he, he, he was like, yo, I'm going to rush back and get this max contract. I got all the time in the world. To you know, chill with the Golden State Warriors, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I obviously the plan was to go on this team, skate to a ring, do a little image rehab. You know, Bookie Cousins, four-time All-Star, uh, one-time one-time NBA, NBA champion. Right. That looks way different going into the off-season, and especially if you were a contributor to that ring. But obviously, everything went catastrophically wrong for him, and now he's stuck in this whole like injury limbo. Injury limbo. Yeah, it's this. it's. It's it sucks, man. But like these major injuries happen when you when you rush back, and that's just the sad part about it. He rushed back. He and that's why he tore his ACL. It sucks for the Lakers because this is the perfect situation for Boogie Cousins. He's never been on a team like this, and and like even more perfect than the Warriors because the Warriors never really had a plan to include Boogie Cousins. They really, he he kind of didn't really fit from. From yeah. a need standpoint. No, did not. Yeah. Uh, it was just more of a let's stack the deck. Let's see what happens type of situation with uh, DeMarcus Cousins. They, it was more of a I know he's coming back from this injury and and um, 
let's just make sure that everything's taken care of as far as us securing the championship. And it ended up hindering them because they didn't really have any healthy, able bodies to go down the stretch. But yeah, they... but uh, more to the, to the case of Boogie Cousins, uh, I you know what? I can see him fitting somewhat into this, this situation right now um, with the Lakers. A little later on, I see him more as a stretch center now. You know what I'm saying? Like a guy who's going to spread the floor. And, you know, I think right now... The way his his um, career is projecting is hard to come back from all these injuries, and it's kind of devastating when you have injury after injury, and you're climbing over mountain over mountain, and yeah, it's, it's it's terrible, man. It's ridiculous, and I have a question I want to raise to you: Is uh, would you proceed with caution when it comes to Kevin Durant's situation? Yes. If, Absolutely. Um, if you're seeing this situation, would but I'm um, I'm not really worried about this because so, um, basically, the uh, Brooklyn Nets they uh um the their organization in particular not that we keep this is a we keep talking about them <laughs> but yeah like uh, um uh how they manage major injuries or just injuries in general uh they're extremely cautious and even when the player is ready to play. They're not going to be, like, in the starting lineup. They're going to be playing, like, 15 minutes a game, trying to get acclimated. Right. Yeah, like, so, um, I'm not, like, if, if, if there was ever a team that was equipped to handle this, it is the Brooklyn Nets. And we also have to look at how the situations blend. Like, what was at stake for the Golden State Warriors? A championship. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so... There's no oh wait till next year. This is this is what you wake up for. Right. So this is the yeah, time like, is now. this is the time is now. Yeah. And like, you know, on top of that, Demarcus Cousins coming from you know, most of his career he's been on losers. You know, like he, you're not really sure if you're gonna have this situation ever again. Right. Like like all right. So I see a little bit of what you're saying. Uh, if Kevin Durant was to end his career right now. He's a first ballot all time great top top all-time, ten. Yeah. yeah like. Already, already, yeah. He's he has nothing else to prove. Tim so Durant. He's he doesn't really have to rush back. No, and I believe his uh, eagerness is what caused the injury in the first place. So you don't make that jump unless your body's completely ready to to adjust to the NBA game. And the NBA game is at its fastest right now. And uh, first and foremost, and most physically daunting. Uh, I would say. Yeah, first and foremost, I just want to say shout out to all the injured players that's coming into the league this upcoming season. Uh, get well fast, and hopefully everything will work out at its finest because there's, yeah, there's a lot of... There's been a lot of injuries, man. Clay yeah, Thompson. Nurkic from the Blazers. Nurkic. Another guy who I, I hope he really a makes of, a 100% recovery. Yeah, a lot of lower extremity... Uh, Injuries, man. A lot of knees. It's crazy. The Paul, the Paul George injury still sticks out to me, though, as like a because it's like, you know, I, it's encouraging and alarming at the same time, right? Because the fact that he came back from that and still is an All NBA player. Listen, listen. He came. Not only did he come back from that, but he had his best season after that. Yeah. Yes. So. Like so, there's there's still light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. It's not it's not completely terrible. Right. But it's just you just hate to see these these guys go through. These things, especially when it's, you know, messing up an opportunity. Shout out um, Isaiah Thomas, too. That's another guy who, you know, he literally 
like how you five nine averaging thirty points. That's some hey, that's some Allen Iverson stuff. Mm-hmm. Like averaging thirty points a game, and you know he played when he was distraught, and he, and he had nothing else to do, and his sister was gone, and he he's on the he's on the Wizards right now. He's gonna be, probably be starting point guard playing next to Bradley. He's gonna wild out on the Wizards. I didn't know that. I really hope. I really do hope that he. That's exactly uh, what they need. He gets the spotlight that he deserves. Oh uh, yes. Uh, I really hope that he's the player that he used to be. I know you lost a lot of explosiveness when you when you come off a hip injury, and he wanted to heal the natural way. So, I know that. Uh, shout out to Isaiah Thomas. Shout out to Isaiah Thomas. Yo, Isaiah Thomas is one of those real ones though. The, the type to to take the contested three in your face and hit that, yeah. and, and then talk smack all the way down the court. <laughs> yeah, he kind of had. I'm, I'm gonna say this though, like, it's I don't think it's hot take. I I think it's it's pretty spot on. But he had a knack for scoring, and it was like he the when when you look at him on the floor, he almost had that Allen Iverson feel. No, not almost. I, I think that's spot on. It's, it's right. It's not a hot take. I, I think um um I, Allen Iverson is clearly who he based his game off of. Right, like he was so like he has no business dropping all these points. Nah, he in, has no business at all amongst giants, yeah, bro. Like he has no business doing these. That. He's like, I know high schoolers who was taller than Isaiah Thomas. It's crazy. And this guy was was. Dropping thirty on people's heads like nobody's business, man. So shout out to Isaiah Thomas. Hopefully you get a, hopefully you get that 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 spunk and that energy and that and that vibe back. We need we need that Isaiah Thomas back in the league, Look, man. It's 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 good it's seeing ballers ball. Yeah. Like it's good it seeing ballers ball. Like it. It was something special. So yo, all right. So speaking, absolutely could not be helped. Speaking of coming back from injury, we talked about Demarcus. Uh, we talked about Kevin Durant. Clay Thompson is 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 coming back and from Isaiah injury. Thomas too. Well, yeah, Isaiah Thomas he kind of had like a, a season. Nah, it's the same thing, but he had the the hip injury. Right. That's why he was yeah. Right, right. Um, I'm gonna throw Michael Porter Jr. in there. I haven't heard anything about him. To be honest with you, I haven't. I heard seen he had a little knee scare. A I knee had, scare? I had a little knee scare. I, is he having like like setbacks in terms of coming back, or because I think he'll be back for the season? But I heard he had a, a knee scare or a little knee problem. They kept him away from summer league. That's what I'm saying. I, I was expecting him, him right. and um, um, Zion to really like go like at it low. for a rookie yeah. year. Right, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, like. All right. So, all right. So, I say all those names to say this: What injured player will have the most impact on their respective team? And who do you think will in, would uh, impact their team the most coming back from this injury? Sorry, say that again. <laughs> I, was, I, I knew you already know. That's why I actually said this, the same question twice in different ways, just so you could catch the the question. No, so, like I, I was so viewers, if, if you heard me say the question <laughs> twice in two different ways, it's because I saw him not paying attention. I, but, I, I, I was all. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. All right, let me let me repeat it for the third for time. Third time. <laughs> Which player? With all those names I said, injured players coming into this season, no matter what se- what time they come into the season, what player you think can impact their team the most as far as coming back from these catastrophic injuries and being an impact player? Um, Isaiah Thomas. Um, you think Isaiah Thomas? Yeah. More, uh, more so than Clay Durant? So, I, I think... Uh, <sighs> Cause 
like when you're coming off a major injury, the the next three to six months that you play, right, is like even if it's good, you're not really gonna be yourself, right. So, um, Kevin Durant coming back this year, if he comes back, like let's say he comes back at the end of this year for the playoff push, right? It's going to be a a, a moral moral kind of boost. It's not going to be him being on the court giving people 25 because he's probably not going to be playing enough minutes to make that that meaningful change. Right. Like, knowing how to... You know, you know what I'm saying? Um, same thing with Klay Thompson because, again, I think the Golden State Warriors approach basketball as like, all right, what can we do to win a championship? They're not thinking about the regular season. Right. And like, you know... Or, yeah. or they're not thinking about the... Uh, how long we want to be in the playoffs? Like, yeah, exactly. They're yeah. not talk. They're not. They don't care about building block situations. Yeah, in the like playoffs. yeah, yeah. Like they don't care about that. You're like their goal is to get back to the finals and fix this thing that went wrong last year. Right. So, but Isaiah Thomas has the ability to be the most effective because one thing he's lacking or lacked his entire career was playing next to a Bradley Bill. You know, like and it's already incredible enough that 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 he uh. Excelled at being not just the primary ball handler, but the primary scorer as well. He's he's excelled at that at his height, and you know, obviously he's not this you know great facilitator or whatever that you expect from your point guard. Right. But the league has changed in a way where you want an Isaiah Thomas, absolutely running a point, somebody who can just pull up for three anywhere he wants, it pick takes, and roll. It takes pressure off the offense. It takes pressure off the offense. Yeah. But playing as the Bradley Bill now means you can't double team Isaiah Thomas. And you can't. I don't think people in the in the league view Isaiah Thomas like how they once did. Well, and, hit, okay. And I don't think they will double team him. Uh, to, to be honest, I think Bradley Beal is a primary focus as far as double teams go. No, no, he's the best player on the team. But it's like I, I now you got somebody who would also give you twenty plus points yeah, a game. Like, like to add on to your point, I think with that being said, that can only help um, Isaiah Thomas when you have to double team Bradley Beal, who's had the most 20-point games in the Eastern Conference last year. So, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, it's going... I really Look, man, I really hope to see what he was, but a lot of his his um scoring ability was predicated off his first step. And if he doesn't have that explosive first step, it's going to be hard for him to be the player that he once was. And, all right, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see your answer. And... I'm gonna say my answer would be, uh, I think Clay Thompson, man. Oh, yeah. Clay Thompson. I think my my whole view on this whole situation. I think when Boogie comes back, obviously he's not gonna be Boogie Cousins, especially coming off of three injury after injury after injury. Yeah. You know, that's that's it's not he's not gonna be Boogie Cousins. Kevin Durant, more of the same, coming off of a catastrophic injury like an Achilles. He'll he'll probably have his stroke. He'll probably have a couple games with the shots hitting. He'll probably have a couple of games where he's he's doing pretty really bad. Really going in, yeah, yeah. He'll probably, you know, what I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be a seesaw of um of just getting back to the player that he is. Uh, but with Clay Thompson, an ACL is a, a pretty bad injury. But I've seen people come back from it, and um, the way Clay plays, he's all about um. Moving around, he's all about getting an open shot, and I believe that that jump shot. Is, I mean, it's going to be the Clay Thompson jump shot. There's no, there's yeah, no, I mean, it's, 
There's no <laughs> way to sugarcoat that. Yeah, and true. as they get deeper and deeper, because there will be a playoff team, make no mistake about it. As they get deeper and deeper into the playoffs, we'll probably start seeing more flashes of Clay Thompson, Clay Thompson. You know what I'm saying? And less of the the hobbles coming back from injury, Clay Thompson. And I think he'll probably help push them or put pressure on any Western Conference team that, that faces the uh, Golden State Warriors. So my could be the guy that just agrees with you, but yeah, I, I, my answer is Clay Thompson, man. I really think that Clay Thompson is going to really be the most impactful coming off his injuries. But yeah, that's crazy, bro. Speaking of playoffs, bro, like it seems like all these things are just leading off into another, bro. Uh, I think is it Here time? Is it time to open up that I box? Mean, I, I mean, not yet, cause I, I got, cause I got this box right here, and nah, man, it, and it, the joint is like waiting to come yeah, out. It's like, shaking. It's just moving. It's a lot of. A lot of demons in that box. A lot of demons in that box. A lot of bad predictions in this box. Well, look, look, listen, look. Let's come up with a good prediction. Right? All right, talk about it. So, um, after I marry Meg, I'm probably going to be interested in buying a uh, NBA franchise. Okay. So I predict that uh, me and her are going to purchase Sac- Sacramento Kings. Sacramento going, Kings. Okay. And we're going to move them to Anaheim. Hmm. So you're gonna take. Take them away from Sacramento, bro. Yes, or or Queens. So the, the the Queens Kings. Me, me and Meg are going to own the Queens, the Queens Kings, and um. You guys don't see my face right now, but it's and uh, and uh, Kanye got Kim. So it's kind of like Kanye. You got, know, you, Kanye got Kim. The right? same the f- same face that you guys have right. on. Believe 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 in and then uh, from the law of attraction. Yeah, the same. No, no pun intended. That same face y'all have right on on right now. That's the same face. They're I, on my I side. They know. Meg is going to college uh, to yo, meet a guy like so me. Yeah, feel me? Bro, like, what are you um, talking? Yo, you getting me tight, yo. This NBA, bro, is crazy, bro. It's you anti love. You don't believe in love. That's, That's your crazy. problem. Oh, impasse. I I just wanna. I just wanna <laughs> you mention. You believe in love, bro. Team yo. USA. You rebounded from your horrible scrimmage. You beat team team um Spain. Was it Spain? Better have beat Spain. Yeah, they beat Spain. You better have beat Spain. No, seriously. Like, you guys Spain. had no... Ch- they must have heard our episode. They was like, oh, yo, these guys, they play no games. They nah, heard, nah, 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 nah. Nah, they heard the episode that, that we recorded and didn't air. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, they, <laughs> they heard that one. Oh, yo, 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 shout out to Technical Difficulties. Uh, a lot, oh, yeah. If you make life fun. I want def- <laughs> I definitely want to be transparent with you guys, man, and let you guys know that yeah, there, there was a little hiccup that, that uh, hindered us from... Producing episodes at the pace that you normally are accustomed f- to us doing. Yeah, but it's grade A all day. Feel me? We 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 climb that mountain. Feel me? Cut it down. Now it's an open open field. Feel me? It's nothing. Now we're back at it. You already heard the intro song, "Return of the Mac." Return you- of the Mac. Uh, and you got my Grammy nominated winning voice. So there you go. You got that for free too. For free. For free. We ain't charge you extra game. We should do a tax on this, man. I gave him my voice. Let's do a tax, bro. Man, I'm, it's good vibes right now, dog. It's good vibes. Me and Meg wish you guys the best, right? Absolutely. Um, yeah, him and Meg. <laughs> yes. There anyway, we go. Anyway, me and Meg. There we go. Anyway, it's willing, it's willing to I want to get. I really want to get into this, man. All right, bro. Let's, let's, get, let's get into it, man. Because this has been, it's been on my mind. It's been on my mind for quite some time. I don't understand why. They keep on doing this, but they just keep on giving. They keep on. Why you keep on doing this, man? Yo, you know who so, I'm talking to. Yeah, this is a, this is a like. I wish we had like like flex bombs, like you know, feel me? Just feel me. Yo, yo, shout out Funkmaster Flex. 
DJ Icon holding it down. Feel yeah, me? You like, already know. Yo, you're like, you know, hip hop ain't the same shout, without you. Shout out um Hot 97. Shout out Hot 97. Feel me? Legendary radio station. Help build hip hop. K-Shop. Y'all don't know what goes on in New York. Feel me? The most important city ever made. Feel what I'm saying? Another one. <laughs> Y'all ain't suing me for this either, right? <laughs> Yo, drop another bomb, bro. <laughs> drop another bomb, bro. What? Come on, yo. ES- ESPN. Yo, ESPN. What's up? Report to the front of the classroom. Right now. ASAP. Principal office is calling. Let's go, baby. Stop playing. Stop the games. This is ridiculous, man. Stay off the weed. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yo, <laughs> ESPN, ESPN, yo, you're goofy. <laughs> Your whole squad is getting done up. Feel me? We 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 still in here. Feel me? All right, you guys have problems. I don't understand. Funk master flex. Funk master flex. Funk master flex. I- Funk Master Flex. Funk, funk, funk Master Flex. You guys are funny style. I don't understand why you doing with these predictions. <laughs> we gotta get into this. Funk Master Flex. Funk, Funk Master Flex. <laughs> Yo, bro. Yo, shout out Funk Master Flex for me. We bro. have to. Bro. All right, let's get bro. into it, man. Bro, 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 bro. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You cheese me, dog. What? <laughs> you cheese me, dog. What? Alright, All right, we're gonna get into this. I'm man. A, you wanna stay yeah, like, yeah, I'm like start I feel like you got this on your soul. You I'm gonna start, start with the Western Conference. The Western Conference. So let's start from the bottom of the top. No, no. Let's just start from the Name top. Name them all out. Feel me? Give them a chance to, to process. Alright, cool. Gonna, That's what I think. You feel me? Alright, cool. So ESPN. BSPN. What he said. <laughs> they got <laughs> Their Western Conference standings. Western Conference standings. For the NBA. It's not the NHL, the NFL. This is for this the is, NBA. This is Take the Mangles, by the way. Take the Mangles. <sighs> Shout out uh, Ashley Blaine. ESPN? ESPN, let's go. You had the Houston Rockets <laughs> at number one. Congratulations. Congratulations. That's not that bad. You're smart. You're loyal. I like that. You also had the Denver Nuggets at number two. So yeah, I mean, it's not terrible. It's not. It's not, not terrible. It's not the worst I've seen on this it's list. Not terrible. It's not the worst I've seen on this list. But that's not that really. It's not really that great. When you see the offseason, no, it's not really that great. It's not really that great. Uh, two Denver Nuggets. Okay. Okay. All right. Number three. Denver be bowling though. Like Denver be They bowling. do. Shout out to Denver. Shout out to Joker. Denver be bowling now. Shout out to Joker. Shout yeah. out to Joker. Feel me? Number three. We got the Los Angeles Clippers. See, this is now, this is where I got problems. I think three, two can switch. I think mm-hmm. I think there's no way on God's green earth you're gonna tell me that the Denver Nuggets uh, and the Houston Rockets are gonna have a better regular season than the Los Angeles right. Clippers. That's 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 absurd. Right. Absurd. Okay. 
Now let's get to the now let's get look, to look, the look, meat look. sauce. And I want I really want to get into this and I want to say this. I saw Jalen Rose prediction. A lot of his predictions had teams going underperforming because of load management. Jalen Rose, I'm gonna show you the flaw in your argument. Load management is only set on the teams that they feel that they can beat. If I'm a coach and I'm doing load management, I'm going for a sub-500 team and I'm resting one star. If I have Paul George and Kawhi Leonard on the same team, right, and I load manage Kawhi Leonard, guess what? I still have Paul George. I still have Lou Williams. For the game. I still you. have Pat <laughs> Beverly. I still have Montrezl Harrell. Feel me? I still have pretty much my whole team. Shamit. Shamit. And mind you, the Raptors load managed last year. They finished second seed. And look, also, load management, which is, there's this one kind of umbrella, you know, uh, understanding of what that is. D'Angelo Russell played 81 games for the Nets right. last year. Right. Coming off of a knee injury that had him missing half the season the year before. And 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 the, the one game that he missed was a load management. Was a load management game. So he was under this he's on, under this same umbrella. He played 81 games, playing 30 minutes a game, still made the all-star team, got his max contract this year. Right. Nets were the sixth seed in the playoffs, and this was because of load management. So that right there should destroy your opinion about this. No, because Jalen Rose had a lot of teams underperforming due to the load management clause. And load management clause, it, I mean, if managed right, I don't think it's going to affect a lot of these teams' games. That's like, what, wouldn't some teams- Like, Pop, Pop, Pop is the king of load management. Pop was the originator of this load management. Do you remember when he trotted out that the, his he, bottom his bottom he, five uh, uh, and they of his beat the heat. He beat the Heat. They beat LeBron and, and Wade and all those other people. He got fined for that. By got the way. fined for that, but yeah, that was load management too. It didn't affect winning. Load management. I like your point. Yeah, I see. So, your, I see your point. So like, if you keep on lowballing these projected teams, they also want to have high seating in the playoffs, Mister Jalen Rose. Yeah, like nobody wants to be nobody stuck. wants to be a cellar dweller. They're gonna exactly. they're gonna pick the best possible way to get the dub and still rest their players. So load management, you overstated that when you did your prediction. And, and mind you, mind you, this is something that I'm, I'm learning. Like, you don't want to be a team because, look, one of these teams, especially in the West or the East, one of these AC teams is going to be like like one of these, these teams that put it together quickly mm-hmm. and suddenly, like, start winning because a lot of them have been seller dwellers on each, in East Conference for a while, and a lot of them still have young, hungry teams. Right. So, whatever team you run into that AFC, your little low management nonsense is like, like not going to fly because you don't want to be the team right. that's playing a, the, a a Phoenix Suns roster that figured it out. In the West, low management is going to be tough. or Sacramento Kings in roster the West, that figured it out. In the West, low management is going to be tough, but it's impossible. To I'm like, pretty sure Clippers have enough. Firepower to load manage Kawhi Leonard and still uh, resemble what the Raptors did last year. Yeah, load management and putting it in air quotes does not affect winning the way Jalen Rose seems to All think right. it does. But now, who's the fourth seed? The fourth seed on the Western Conference ESPN predictions. I'm not mad at this. As a matter of fact, I welcome this one. 
Shout out to Donovan Mitchell and the Utah Jazz. Oh, yeah. Yes. All right. So, shout out to them. Because, <laughs> listen, out of out of everybody. Can we get a round of applause? Oh, yeah. Uh, round of applause. Yo, round of applause. Yo, like, round of applause. Yo, like, can we get a round of applause? Listen. Round of applause, Donovan Mitchell. Look, look, look. For, and for people who don't understand, Spider, Spider Donovan Mitchell, he is the real deal. And him adding Mike Conley and um, Bojan Bogdanovic to that team right now has given them everything that they need to get to the next level because that's what they were missing. They were missing dynamic ball scorers who when the game breaks down and you can't be trying to score in set plays, these guys can get you buckets. That's he, the thing. He that's was falling. Donovan Mitchell was falling under the James Harden stuff. Like, you know how James Harden becomes exhausted during the playoffs and he's um like... All the time, he's they're, they're always hampering on him and trying to make him create so much offense and so much offense. He was falling in that line. Donovan Mitchell was the end-all, be-all when it came to offense. Yeah, I mean... Especially when Gobert is... is yeah, uh, yeah. You got Angles. Angles is a three-ball shooter, but you can't you couldn't name another dynamic scorer on the nah, Utah Jazz. Nah, nah absolutely Everybody not. else was floor spaces, and Donovan, it was the Donovan Mitchell show. Yeah, and, and like, you're not going to win... Having your top guy be your 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 main perimeter defensive guy and your main ball handler and your main go to scorer. So ESPN, I'm, I'm this this is the one thing that I'll probably give y'all a quick little round of applause for. Shout out to y'all, good job. Shout out to ESPN, finally getting it right. Good job, good job. Thank you guys. But that cut cut cut, cut the, the applause. Right. No more applause, All right. bro. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no more cause, applause. Cause Cause. We gotta talk. <laughs> we gotta talk business. <laughs> All right, man. All right, number five. What's the fifth seed? What is what? What is the fifth seed that these guys that make salaries at ESPN all got together in a room <laughs> after the Starbucks break? It's like here, pumpkin spice latte, uh, uh, triple soy, uh, venti, triple shot, coconut milk. Boom, boom, boom. They were giving it all. Boom. They all got together, and you know somebody was probably like, "Oh, I missed my tanning appointment," and then somebody was like, "Fix their glasses." Very Urkel fashion, you know, opened their eyes at the sheet and was like, This is good stuff. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh gosh. Took another sip of their pumpkin spice latte. Yeah, it's PSLs. Hey man. <laughs> that's that's the, the the old barista in you talking, right? Nah, bro. I just saw a commercial <laughs> for pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> so I'm like, it's August. Why are we doing this? It's even on the news. It's crazy. Right, but yeah, me. pumpkin spice latte. Shout out to the... Shout out to pumpkin spice latte. Shout out to the people who can't do anything... Um, Other than drink that stuff. Yeah. Shout out to them, too. <laughs> Shout out to them, too. ESPN, looking at you. Or yeah. maybe they have the interns do the list. I don't know. Uh, it could have been. Hey, intern, do my list. I'm trying to... Let's talk about number five, man. Let's, let's talk about number five, though. Number five. Number five. In the purple and gold. See. The Los Angeles Lakers. All right. All right. Stop the madness. <laughs> with, uh, with Anthony Davis and LeBron James. See, last year, when they number were healthy, five. they were a they were firmly the number four seed. Yeah. And then LeBron got hurt. Right. So this year, they have LeBron and Anthony Davis on the team. So, and, and a bevy of other players. And a bevy, yes. Come on, let's go, SAT words. And a bevy of other qualified players. Ooh, we in it today. Yo. So, <laughs> number five, really? So, you think LeBron is going to come into the playoffs 
And he's going to say, I don't... Fully rested LeBron. Sorry. Yeah. Fully rested LeBron. Didn't see the playoffs last year. You know, he was... Top four Tuesdays. For for the first time in nine years, he has not seen the playoffs. Feel me? Well rested. Well rested. Taco Tuesday. You think, Le- you think LeBron doesn't want home court advantage? No, LeBron wants home court advantage. Listen, you, no. you, th- you think he's gonna he's gonna load manage himself into the fifth seed? To be honest with you, I think I think LeBron comes into this season talking to everybody in his roster. First off, Frank Vogel's gone, so like I actually expect that soap that soap opera to happen early in the season. So like, yo, I have a question. I have a question. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna feel this. this seems to be. This seems to be everybody's. <laughs> this seems to be everybody's idea on the season and how it's gonna go. Everybody thinks Frank Vogel is gonna leave. This man has been to the Eastern Conference Finals. Listen, look, listen. Let me just explain this. All right. So this is this is my my my. And mind you, he when he went to the Eastern Conference Finals, he beat the Knicks, who should have been in the Eastern Conference Finals. He outcoached Mike Woodson. So like, what happened on the Atlanta uh, Magic? He didn't have the right amount of talent, man. Really? That team is not like uh, a cellar dweller, trashy well, team, though. He like, took Roy, not, like, He made Roy Hibbert a two-time All Star. You you really want to put that on him, though? Like, come on, man. Maybe <laughs> Roy Hibbert. He had no business being anywhere near uh, one All Star game. He so got two. He's a two-time yeah, All Star. That's, that's what I don't understand. Like, that's I, I wish I got paid millions of dollars to suck at my job. Hope you listen. Right. Somebody listen. Like, pay me. Pay me to suck at my job, please. Yo, don't talk about Roy. Hibbert, the Sixers assistant coach, like that. Oh, he's a he's a assistant coach. Yeah, Two time All Star about the about the teach the 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 secrets of mediocrity. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Should write a book. Hey, Roy Hibbert, I gave you free game. The secrets of mediocrity. It sounds like some esoteric stuff. You can put the flowers se- on it and some crystals, make it look like the a secret thing. to the triple donut. Ooh. Ooh. But I think I mastered that. I can get on the NBA court right now and give you a triple donut. Easy. Easy, bro. Easy. And be sweating all the way while I do it. Let's not slander this man's name. I am. He's been slandered enough. But, 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 but I want to give... Frank Vogel's gone. I want to give Frank Vogel some flowers, bro. He's, he's gone, bro. Because Frank Vogel needs to get some flowers because everybody in under God's green earth has this man on the unemployment list before this season's over. See, but look, look it's a problem. He's not LeBron's coach. What happens to David Black? Right. That wasn't LeBron's coach. Right. Jason Kidd was LeBron's coach. And before Jason Kidd got hired, there were all these reports that came out about how LeBron was interested in playing the point guard position full-time. Right. Remember? That was being Mm -hmm. floated, and then Magic was mainly the one who floated this. This was always the plan and the idea when ever since Magic brought him in. Like, it it was always to get Anthony Davis to get his Kareem to his, his Magic. Right. Or whatever, and run with that. Like, that was always the plan. Jason, what other player but, other than Jason Kidd can actually get you right for that mindset coming into the season? Right. But this is what I think. Why have Rondo or Avery Bradley, if you want to have LeBron at the point, Rondo kind of is a redundant figure. Like, Rondo's redundant. Like, I don't understand why you would want to have Rondo if you're going to have LeBron. (laughs) Why? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. It really doesn't. 
Like, I think LeBron could benefit from playing off ball a little bit. I think um I think every Bradley's function is really going to be uh three and D. Yeah, cause uh like and they got Danny Green also just to let you know that as well. Cause remember the goal that you had. You said that it was gonna be LeBron, a big who can um 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 defend the basket and floor spacing shooters. So every Bradley kind of fits into the mold that Jared Dudley fits and all these other people. Danny Green fits. But Avery Bradley hasn't been Avery Bradley in a long time. Yeah, but Avery Bradley in his prime was a defensive player of the year candidate. So right. he's not going to be expected to be a defensive player of the year candidate on the Lakers. He just needs to guard his position when they need him to and hit those open threes for LeBron. Right. That's it. I agree. Very easy job. I'm sure he can give you 20 minutes of that. Easy. I'm sure. And then obviously Danny Green has has turned this into an art form. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. But yeah, that's your number five. Let me go into the number six. They should be three, but whatever. Let me get into the number six. And the number six, this is not that bad. I mean, Golden State Warriors, number six. So. I kind of um, have them falling under the six. But, I mean... Type of spacing. So, like, wouldn't it be... With the lack of depth. So, all right, my whole... I, I agree with this six. Six, six placement. I'm going I'm to state why. is because there's a lack of depth. And although Steph and D'Angelo Russell are dynamic scorers at the guard position... They're not dynamic defenders at the guard position. So the hard, one of the hardest defensive assignments in the whole NBA is the point guard position. And I think Steph Curry and D'Angelo Russell are going to have some, some, some bumps and bruises along the line. And with that being said, I mean... There's going to be some wins and some losses. There's going to be some losses, though. But it's definitely going to be a seesaw of a season. But don't get it twisted come playoff time. See, look. Because I believe this team damage is meant for the playoffs. I think they're going to – they're a guaranteed first-round win. I don't have – look, look. Like, any team has a, a, a championship core. That's still intact. That's won multiple right. championships. Like, they, the regular season is so easy for them. But like again, look, look, look for context. Draymond Green. It's, Dr- it's just Draymond and Steph. A no, lot of, ain't D'Lo. I'm, that's I'm enough. D-Lo. That's D-Lo. enough, bro. No, no, no. I'm talking about that championship core. When we're talking about that championship core, a lot of that has been. Clay's still gonna be with the team. Feel me? And I, but is he gonna be there when it like in the beginning of the season? That's where. That's where a lot of these. They have D'Angelo Russell. Listen, look, look. D'Angelo Russell is good enough to fill in the offensive void that Klay Thompson is not bringing. What I've stated is nothing to do with offense. It's only defense that's going to be the problem. You have to face James Harden and Westbrook. They're getting cooked every game. Yeah, they're getting cooked every game. That's absolutely right. Yeah, like that backcourt isn't enough to... Defensively, that backcourt is not... They're going to put up the... They're they're going to meet them point for point, but at the end of the day... You still got to guard those men. Yes. You got to guard the best point guards in the game. Yes. 
That's why six six. Like, you already know. Bad. You already know how I feel about right. the Rockets this year. Like, yo, six. You already know how I feel about. Sound that bad, bro? How I feel about James Harden and 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 the rest of these guys. Yeah, like you already know how how how, yes. how I feel about it. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah, like you already know how I feel about. That's that, my so. standpoint with six, man. I'm gonna tell you. All right, so you you want to jump into seven? I, we already see. So. All right, quick question for you. If you're not six, do you think them going to fifth? Where do you see the, the Warriors at, if not fourth? Six? Fourth? Because um, I, I just can't, like, I can't give credence or, like, any kind of, uh, you know, leeway to the idea that, that they're not going to be a top four-seeded team. Right. They're still coached by Steve Kerr. This, right. Draymond is low-key going to have the best season of his career next year. Yeah, but they um, they don't have because he has to. He has to in order for them. To have my it. whole thing is, but like, look, look, look. Do you see how hard they are? They are t- when Draymond Green is giving you triple doubles, right. and he's like legit being asked to step up. Because mind you, like he, the the Kevin Durant departure affects him most. It doesn't affect the the backcourt at all. It affects Draymond Green because Draymond Green has to be the guy to cover up the, all the, the inefficiencies. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, like all the inefficiencies. He's their guy that like. That 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 maintains that that they have the shot attempts that they have. He's the guy that literally like when they need a defensive stop. He's the guy that goes out there and gets it. He's one of their best rebounders. All right, quick, spout off your top four in the West. Let's go. <clears throat> Clippers, Lakers, Nuggets, uh, 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 Clippers, blah, blah blah. Rockets, Clippers, Lakers, Nuggets. You said top four. You said you had the words. Seed. <sighs> See, top four seed. Yes, but top four teams overall. I'm talking about, in the, like, if you're going to seed them. Oh, seeding. Because, yeah. look, mind you, just because you're seeded a certain way doesn't mean you're the all right, all best right. team so, in all the right, conference. Let me, let me reword yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. top four seeds. Yeah. Oh, top four seeds? So, um, regular in the season. West. Yeah. A- a- Clippers, Rockets, Denver, and might be the Warriors. Right. Because I have it the exact opposite. I have the Warriors being a top four seed in the playoffs. But... As the regular season goes, there will be a lot of waning and a lot of problematic moments. I think, uh, um, I think the the uh, playoff juggernaut is going to struggle most in the regular season is the Houston Rockets. I don't think they're going to come out just full guns blazing. I think they're going to have to figure that dynamic out for a few months. I think, yeah, like that's going to cost them some games. I think it's going to be seamless. 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 I mean, well, D'Antoni's offense is pretty. Cut and dry, you know. Yeah, what I'm but look, look, listen, and look, 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 and look. I don't think, I don't think, I think Westbrook is in a place of, this is not my team, but I want to win. But the the only problem ever with the Houston with with, with Dan Tony and Houston Rockets and these super kind of rosters right. with these super basketball systems that I mean, like just call a spade a spade. It, it is what it is. For me, like you get max production from your guards in Dan Tony offense. I think the only thing that what separates the championship teams from the teams that we just talked about in 2K is is like how much they gel and how quickly that happens. Right. And like I just don't see that happening more than D'Lo coming into the Warriors. I feel like that's going to be a seamless like mm. there's going to be no instruction. They're going to be like, listen, you're good at this already. You just need to fly. You and Draymond can handle facilitating. Like I told you, it's going to be hand and glove fit. Warriors going to struggle yeah. with back-to-backs. They're going to struggle with Dynamic matchups, but they're gonna breeze by games they should win. And also, a, uh, another point of your argument, not to just dismantle it or, or, or whatever. Like, 
No, dismantle away, please. We don't have um a league where we maintain on man to man offense anymore. Like that's that's no longer a thing. It hasn't been a thing in years. So it's like But it's always exploits. I it, it it's always exploits, but guards in modern NBA a la Kyrie Irving taking Steph Curry on 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 that green. Yeah, but like how often does that happen? Because most times, in the, yeah. most wait, wait wait look most guards like Kyrie Irving and people like that they rely on Chris Paul they rely on mismatches right and because it's always gonna be a higher percentage shot and two glaring mismatches will be Steph Curry Steph Curry and D'Angelo Russell yeah but Steph Curry's not gonna be guarding any of that Draymond Green is going to be guarding they have Willie okay. Colley Stein as their center now so it's not like he all has right. to be the help defender anymore with with all that being said. The, like Draymond Green guarding the best player, but a lot of these players have two to three best players in the league. Like he can't guard I, look, one look, player. I'm telling you, look, look, look. The the um so like NBA pace works f- for defenses as well because like a team like the Denver Nuggets or the Houston Rockets, most teams aren't used to having that many offensive possessions, let alone stopping them. Right. So. That works against other teams as well. Mm-hmm. So, like, teams like the Golden State Warriors and Houston Rockets, the reason why they've been, my opinion, and you're probably going to agree with this, um, the reason why they've been juggernauts last couple years because of mainly is the, the foundation is the pace that they play the game at. Most teams Absolutely. aren't built to go bucket for bucket with them. Yeah. That has not changed with the Golden State Warriors. Hasn't. Hasn't changed at all. Like, it's going to be the same, same thing. That's why I'm like... The the thing that changed is the amount of able, willing bodies. And that's... But I, I feel like when that's, you... That is glaring. Like, 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 Andre Iguodala is a big... I know, a big key, loss. Key loss for them, yes. Key factor yes. on that team. Like it's, it's a key loss, but I like, think MVP Steph will be enough to get their them. Their offense, that's why I said, listen... Six is not a bad spot to be in the West, bro. Nah, it's not. Six is not a bad spot who's, to be in the who's, West. Who's seven? At number seven, we got uh, the Dallas Mavericks at number seven. That's too low, man. You, too low? Well, I, look. No, no, no. You think it's Dallas... Right. Right. You, you think Dallas, like, because... Dallas, well, is, not, Dallas is not even guaranteed to be in the playoffs. See, I, I think not that's absurd, but... No, no, because it, it's... it's it's not absurd because look, there's, there's a couple young teams with the same story as Dallas. Mavericks. Yeah, but like no young teams have mega talents like KP and Luka Doncic. The Kings don't have mega talents. No, bro. They, they only got one guy that's like those guys. They have two. They have KP, a big who right. can be one of the best bigs in NBA. Then they have Luka Doncic, who's a forward slash point guard who can be who's already among one of the best. So you think so? Like you, and, you don't think Marvin Bagley will be one of those 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 uh bigs who's a big problem? I don't think Marvin Bagley is going to be anywhere near KP, to be honest with you. Okay, um, that's, th- that's fair to say. I think KP is always going to be head over shoulders because, look, look. He, but with all that being said, no, listen, listen to this. Nobody this. offers what KP brings to the table like that. All right, we're talking. At his age and We're his, talking about their main stars, but they also have Buddy Heald. Come on, bro. The Mavericks have Tim Hardaway Jr. Buddy Heald is... <laughs> yo. He's a way better shooter than Tim Hardaway Jr. is, but Tim Hardaway Jr. is not a... Bu- Look at the situation. He doesn't have to carry the team. All he right, just has to score on the weak they side. Have, they, and they have Bogdanovich. Okay, okay, Bogdanovich. And they also have Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes. They actually have a, a, a quite quite the team, if, if, if I'm going to be completely honest. They have a, a squad, but, like, are you picking them over the Mavericks? 
I mean, at the end of the day, I'm saying there's a whole bunch of young teams who have that same story. But like the Mavericks are not clear. The Mavericks have Luka Doncic, right? Kristaps Porzingis and Rick Carlisle trying to figure out how to make that work. Right. That I, I don't. I'm telling you, that's not going to go wrong. That's not going wrong. I think that I, I even I even put the Pelicans in that same story. Pelicans have the same. Who's story. AFC? AFC. They have the. Portland Trailblazers? Right, 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 right. Soldier like, Boy Race, the Portland Trailblazers? Right, this is uh What? This is this is bordering on insanity what? right now. Oh my god. This is uh They have the Portland Trailblazers at the AFC. They have the Portland Trailblazers. Look, come on, ASPN. This is what I'm talking about. Like y'all don't watch this sport. Like, what are you doing? You think Damian Lillard is going to be an AFC next year, fully healthy, this stand the third, like everything going right? How? Like CJ McCullen. Took a step forward last year in the playoffs. I don't know if people realize that. He became get that game six, 39-point performance he had. Like, what, what, what? Like, are we not? Like, what am I missing? They were in the conference finals, lost to the people that went to the finals. Like, you are bugged out, bro. When yo, when I was thinking about this, I was like, yo, y'all bugging. The, bro. the, the Portland Trailblazers, they just committed big money to CJ. And Damian Lillard. They are a dynamic piece away. They just added Hassan Whiteside. They, and that's what I'm... Yo, look at that. So they got their big right now, who they're capable big. They are one piece away from giving the Golden State Warriors... And, and Nurk coming back. And Nurk is coming back. Like, this... Like, they're, in my opinion, they're just... Their roster right now is just as good as the Warriors start clean. Right now. Just as good as the Warriors. Any expectations that you have for Golden State... Have to be applied to Portland at least. There's no way you could tell me Portland without Clay Thompson is um Portland, um Golden State without Clay Thompson is head over shoulders better than the Portland Trailblazers right now. Doesn't make any sense. And you can't tell me in your right mind that the Portland Trailblazers are the eighth best team. And come on, man, let's let's cut the malarkey, right? Yo, ESPN, bro. I have congratulations. You played yourself. <laughs> <laughs> stop it. Just stop it. Stop it. When you say stuff like this, yo. it forces me to say that, like, yo. Yo, come on, man. You who's, played yourself, bro. Who's co-signing this stuff, bro? Yo, like, yo, man. Bro, yo. We, got, we got some more stuff to get into. Stop stop I, passing the workload to your interns. That's I all I got to say, all right? Stop it, man. They got enough to worry about in college. They got enough to worry about. Listen, bro. Why in... No, I'm just gonna I'm gonna end it at that. I'm gonna <laughs> I don't even want to talk no more, bro. Yo, I mean, I'm gonna get into this Eastern Conference. Yo, let's prediction. Let's, let's do the Eastern Conference. Oh man, prediction list, bro. Yo, we gonna start like, this from the top. Do we need flex bombs for this too? Oh, the bombs coming, bro. Oh, the bombs. <laughs> the bombs are coming, bro. If you thought, all right. So look, look. Full disclosure, the Western Conference list is is atrocious, but it's not as bad as the Eastern Conference list. What? Easter Conference list looks like somebody just did the random thing. Listen, and, listen, listen, and listen. 2K listen. and was like, all right, this is the team's coming down. Listen, there's and a reason like, why I said Western Conference list before I said the Eastern Conference this list. Is, yeah, we man. about to get into this. All right. First, thing, first things first, shout out to the Milwaukee Bucks. You're the first seed according to ESPN. Nothing wrong with that. Have no problems. Like, no gripes. Shout out Giannis Attentacupo, a.k.a. The reigning MVP. Reigning MVP, a.k.a. The real Superman. Sorry, Dwight. Facts. Sorry, Dwight. Um, at number two, we're gonna get into this number two. We have the Boston Celtics. All right, so let's stop right here. Listen, Bruh. listen, listen to what I'm saying. 
There's no way on God's green earth. And I'm using the color green because the huh. Celtics. No way on God's green basketball earth the Boston Celtics are, are, are going to be number two. They are going to be mediocre, if not bad, defensively. Anything you think the world, the Golden State Warriors is going to have problems on defense, bro? Yo, Kemba, yo, listen, I love Kemba Walker. Shout out to the Bronx. Shout out to the Bronx. Bronx Uptown up. legend, Uptown rapping, feel me? You already Shout know. out Rice High School, all that stuff, feel me? UConn, I love me some Kemba Walker. Like, I wanted to see him in the Garden this year. My namesake, feel me? Like what all up? that? What all that being said? Come on, let's cut the cut, cut the, the malarkey. malarkey, please. Let's cut it out. Cut the malarkey. Kemba Walker is horrendous on defense. Horrendous on defense. And Yo, he's so bad on defense. Like the coach last year was putting them on spot up shooters who didn't move. Like it's like like if Jared like say for instance if Jared Dudley's on the floor, Kemba Walker's guarding Jared Dudley. That's how bad defensively he is because he can't guard these six six, two hundred plus pound players on a consistent night to night basis. And like this is what I'm saying. Like you know, Kemba like. Boston Celtics kept trying to promote this idea around that Kemba Walker and Kyrie Irving don't have much separation. No, they do. They have a lot of separation. Kemba Walker, if you even break down the stats, I mean, like we're not going to get into it right now because we'll be here all night. But if you break down the stats, there's nothing that he does, nothing that he does better than Kyrie Irving, including on defense. Yeah, defense. Kyrie, defense is actually uh, one of the glaring stuff that he doesn't like, do. He does not good. like. And Kyrie Irving applies himself on defense, and he's not a horrendous man-to-man defender. He's actually improved over the last two years, particularly in Boston. I think because you had no choice, because you know All right, that's so, what they hang their hat so on. I'm gonna I'm gonna just add to this proverbial bashing of of the Celtics' defense. You don't have Al Horford, nope, bro, or Marcus Morris, or they don't even have Baines. Aaron Baines is going too. Aaron Baines is not there, it's bro. A wrap. It's a wrap. I'm sorry, guys. Guys, like... Your answer on defense is Taco Fall? Taco Fall, who's getting dunked on numerous times by Zion this year. I'm telling you this. I'm calling this right now. Nah, Zion wasn't even dunking on him in college, bro. Like, Zion, <laughs> like Zion, when Zion was playing to be in college, bro, that was the hardest game I saw Zion play. I'm not going to hold you. He going to dunk on him. I saw Zion, like, he had to contort his body. We do it. Not because it is but easy. Listen, listen, but listen. we do it because it is hard. Listen, Taco Fall is not the answer. I mean... I tell you who's definitely he's, not an answer. Taco Fall is dunk fodder. He's he's dunker. You know who, you know who else is not the answer. Who, who's not the answer? Their starting center, Ennis Cantor. Oh yes. Okay. So listen. Yeah. Talk we, about we, it. We touched on this, right? So Terry Potts, again, Portland Trailblazers, in the conference finals, ESPN. If you heard what I said, conference finals. Right. They beat. Right? <laughs> I beat a whole bunch of teams together. to get there. I mean, that HCs don't do that. Anyway, they so actually, uh, <laughs> they actually um, snapped Thunder out of existence. Yeah, for me, like for me, they Thanos snapped the Oklahoma City Thunder. But anyway, um, last year, um, Terry Stotts pointed out something. Well, 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 Terry Stotts coaching or whatever, or like him playing Enes Cantor in the uh, conference finals. It actually addressed the specific defensive issues that Enes Cantor has. Like, now, he's an atrocious shot blocker for someone of his size and athletic ability, but he, he doesn't understand defensive schemes. He doesn't understand like, ro- rotations. He doesn't understand rotations, and that by itself is worse than a, a, a big guy who doesn't try because I would rather Cantor uh, go for a block and not get them but just give out hard fouls all the time, particularly in the playoffs. But you can't give someone like Steph Curry – Space to do that. Now, look at the point guards in 
the Atlantic Division. Even with the Knicks, you got Dennis Smith Jr., you got Kyrie Irving, you have Kyle Lowry, and you have Ben Simmons. These are four point guards in the Eastern Conference. Now, the very best of them is Kyrie Irving. Very worst of them is Dennis Smith Jr. But all of these guys are dynamic basketball players. Once they get, once they have space to work, they they're going to the basket. They're going to the. They're 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 going to take advantage over any leeway you give them. So if your big is not coming up, particularly about the the the, the shooters in Kyrie Irving and uh, Kyle Lowry, when you're not coming up to run them off the three point line and you're not coming off to address the, the very real threats that they have. Wham bam, thank you, ma'am. Wham bam, thank you, ma'am. Feel me? Like thank you for the three ball. Thank you for the three ball. Uh, more, please. <laughs> listen, like it's raining. It's raining three. I listen. I'm putting this on the record. I'm putting this on the books. I'm putting my name on this. The Celtics will not be second seed this year, and you can bet any. I can. I can put that on on anything. <laughs> Celtics are going to be like the fifth or sixth seed this year, and they're they're playing in the toughest division in the Eastern Conference. Like, and mind you, mind you, this is them being fifth and sixth seed. It's all with the understanding that Jason Tatum is going to have a career year. Jalen Brown's gonna play probably one of his best basketball. Which I, I don't see that happening, to be honest with you. Yeah, that has to happen. And uh Mark Smart has to be playing defensive player of the year type of defense. Which I I don't think is gonna happen either. So listen, with all this being said, Jay I I do see Jay Tatum having a breakout year this year. He will make his first all-star team this year. Uh but listen, make no mistake, y'all not ready, man. Y'all not. They have, to get, not. they have to figure out a way to get out of this Gordon Hayward contract or something. They're not going to get out of it? They're going to have to... Yeah, like, f- uh, figure it out with him? Expend something other than Gordon Hayward. And G- Gordon Hayward's going to have to play Gordon Hayward basketball. That's what's just... That's how yeah, how like, yeah, it. that has to happen in order for them to even be... All right, number three, yeah. number three seed. I don't know how you have these guys at number three and then have the Celtics at number two. You do not know basketball if this is the case. Uh, the, the Philadelphia 76ers. That's, all right, there's, there's no way on God's green earth the Celtics have anything better than the Sixers right now. Let Period. me. All right, let like, me. There's nothing you can tell me to argue this point. Let me give the assessment. Absolutely makes no sense. Let me give the assessment on the 76ers. 76ers, they have Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons as their main focal points, and also Tobias Harris. Shout out to Tobias Harris. Shout out to Tobias Harris. Signed a, a very lucrative contract. Big this year. baller, too. With all that being said, they added Al Horford as well, who only helps a load management situation if you have to sit a Joel Embiid, and who's the number one person to defend Joel Embiid pretty much Joel Embiid's whole career. They have that guy on their team now. They just have guy on just to let you know. Now and, not- and, and they took him away from... ESPN's quote-unquote number two seed in the East. Division rivals, my add you. So they, they have to play these guys four times a year, too. All that being said, I'm going to tell you the way the season's playing out. There will be a lot of load management for Joel Embiid. His health was a big problem during the, play, during the playoffs. It's not was. It is. 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 Still is. His health is a big problem. So there will be a lot of load, load management with, with the um, Joel Embiid situation. But ne- make no mistake... Plugging Al Horford at the center position, moving Tobias to the four, moving everybody just down just one spot, 
that solves a lot of problems, and I expect a big year from Ben Simmons. Make no mistake about it. See, look, I, I, I touched on it. Um, I, I believe I did. Um, the only thing standing in, in Ben Simmons' way, and like this is something that has to be said. So, you know, we all know how I feel about Ben Simmons. I do feel like he's overrated. I do. I, I feel like people gave him his cake before he earned it. Okay, because like, Jason Kidd didn't have a jump shot, and he was still very see, effective. the fact that you're even comparing him to Jason Kidd proves my point. No, no, so, I'm like, not compare, I'm comparing. I'm comparing situation. But listen, no, listen, like, listen. No, you, no, no. He just invoked the name of an all-time great listen, point guard and was like, well, Jason Kidd. He didn't Kidd always did. shoot. But this is Jason Kidd we're talking about. How many Jason it's Kidds existed? Situ- it's called situation. Okay, situation. But how many Jason Kidds existed in the NBA? Situ- There's only one. Right. Ever like so? What do you like? And that's, Ben that's, Simmons is a freak athlete. But like, kid is Who? not the standard. He's, listen, the, listen. he's the 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 hustle. Listen. He's the pipe dream. Ben Simmons was an all star last year, not because he was garbage. It's because he actually lived up to. Never said Ben Simmons was garbage. I said he got his cake before he earned it. That's I mean, it. the guy like that's like what I said. I said. Like he hasn't done anything to. The only to, thing he's missing is a jump shot. But like, it's a big miss because he doesn't. He he has. His jump shot is so terrible, he doesn't even attempt them. Right. And it's like, whenever you get to the playoffs, it's like, you, you see how they beat the Sixers. You, everyone knows it. Like the game plan is out there. It's just whether or not you can execute it. I'm going to tell you one thing. They lost by one shot in the, in the, in the second round. Just, just so we know. Yep. Just so we know. Yep. One all, shot. That could have been a jump shot. All, all, no, all could have been a jump shot. Well, all that being said. Could have been a jump shot. Listen, listen. Well, all that being said. It actually was Kawhi's jump shot. No, no, no. I mean, like, they could have... They they took, took the opportunity away. From they tied the game with. If Ben Simmons has a jump shot, they win that series. If listen, if Ben Simmons had a jump shot in five games, they'd probably be in the finals a lot. Yes, but that's, they'd be in the finals every year. This is Ben Simmons' second year. Just to let you know. Yeah, it's his second year. His <laughs> second. Yeah, second year. It's but, his sophomore year. But, uh, okay, so so right, he's right. Let's no 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 no. Let's because I I I I feel like people just kind of brush this this under the rug. First off, he has the body of a big man. Right. He has the physical makeup of a big man. Of a power forward. Of a power forward. Six nine power. Six nine power forward. Repeat this, please. Yes. Six nine power forward. Absolutely. So how many bigs you know? Right. In the NBA. Okay. That absolutely cannot shoot. That come out of nowhere and get a crazy jump shot. Uh. How, How often has that happened? Happened to Kenyon Martin later in his Kenyon career. Kenyon Martin later in his career, though, happened bro. Kenyon Martin later Listen, in his career. Listen, like, but, like. Happened to. Antonio McDice? A couple, yeah, a couple people, yeah. There's a couple of people. So this is a feat that's incredibly rare. It's gonna happen that somebody out of nowhere just gets this. this and and look, listen, look, listen, but listen, listen, listen. It's particularly harder. No, no. It's particularly harder for, for primary ball handlers. Because if when he gets his jump shot, He's going to be expected to do that off the dribble mm-hmm. now. Off like, yeah, not right. like, because it's a different thing shooting off ball threes and stuff like that. Which he can't even do that either. Right. So, like, what I'm saying is, in order for him, like, people go, oh, just, just get a jump shot. It's not just get a jump shot. He has to get a jump shot that 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 allows him to make plays in an efficient manner. So, like, he I can't get a jump shot that has him shooting 29% from the three. I think that would be solved. I think that would be so. I I I, I, think, uh, I think at the situ- I think at the end of the situation is end of the day, him actually just going making a conservative effort to take jump shots. 
I feel like Tobias Harris could take um, um, pressure off. That's him why they the brought him in. Because look, look, Ben Simmons is never going to be a shooter. He's never going to be a good shooter. He's never going to be anywhere near a good shooter. I, I don't think so. Like I don't think he will entertain that. I don't think he'll never be a good shooter. He will never be a good shooter. Bro. I think he'll be. A, I think he'll he'll fix it. As up. long as he's a primary ball handler, he'll never be a good shooter. I think he will. The, like like his best case scenario is like developing into a pick and pop kind of like. I think like jump shot, like off the bounce, like think, Amari or McDice or somebody or Kenny Martin developed. I'll even go far as to say this. Uh, I know Giannis and Tentacumpo has made it's way better jump tre- shot than tremendous strides. Way better. I mean, everything. Formed, I think. I think later in in their career, when when their careers are all said and done, I think Ben Simmons will have a better jump shot. Yeah, but like you're you're. You're saying Down this because in your head you still compare Ben Simmons to LeBron. I never compared him to LeBron. But that's what I'm saying. Though. I never compared like, him to LeBron. LeBron didn't have a jump shot coming into the NBA. I never compared Ben Simmons to LeBron. Right, not just, you. Just so the record, just so, right. is this thing on? Yes. I never compared Ben Simmons to LeBron James. Okay, let me correct myself. The hype train that follows Ben Simmons compares him to LeBron James. Now, LeBron James, when he got to the league, he did not have a jump shot. And now he's listen. turned into one of the most devastating jump Yo, shooters in the now, listen, low listen. key. But that, I don't see that for Ben Simmons. Modern NBA, I'm going to tell you now more than ever, in modern NBA, a lot of people are putting more time into their game, especially since the game has strayed away from back to the basket. All those bigs who are used to learn back to the basket moves and, and be in the gym religiously working on their hook and working on their post up and working on their bump bump fade a lot of that has changed and a lot of the game has been transitioned to let me spend big bucks on a shooting coach a lot of players in today's NBA will be shooting the, the ball with range because that's the way the game is modernized so at the end of the day when it's all said and done and this is going to be my last point on the Sixers I believe Ben Simmons <laughs> will develop a jump shot, and I believe we will see the beginnings of him developing his jump shot this season. So, like, that's that's where I I stand with the six. I'm gonna go on record with this Ben Simmons thing. Listen, look, this is all right. Before Kevin Durant got here to the Eastern Conference, and like you know, obviously you know KD get better soon, but um, the Eastern Conference Kawhi left, so they don't have a transcendent player. Make no mistake. When I say Ben Simmons is overrated, I'm saying he's overrated in, 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 in the sense that people hold him in his top 10 stature, and he hasn't done anything to earn that. I don't, I don't hold him to it. Bro, I don't know who does. Who do you mean? Who? You don't know who does, bro. Who? Everywhere. Everywhere I go. Everybody. Ben Simmons is the next LeBron. He came into the league with that hype. I know, but he... Look, like, he came into the league with this expectation, We bro. can't ignore his potential. Bro, nobody is, is, is ignoring... Wait, wait. Just, like, let me finish my point. Because, like, I... I don't want this to get twisted up. All right, cool. This is this is Ben Simmons' conference to lose. Right. Everything depends on how Ben Simmons approaches next year. The everything in the division and the conference, it all depends. Now, I understand Ben Simmons can be this all NBA, all world player. But what I'm saying is, the more you ignore this jump shot thing, the longer we will never see this version of Ben Simmons. And they had a like. And 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 to be honest with you, I don't think he's ever going to get there in terms of like having a jump shot. Like I think at best he can be a pick and pop or off the ball kind of shooter, like somebody who you know like a, a rhythm jump sh- shooter who, who needs to be set up to get into that. I never mm-hmm. think he's going to be uh, off the dribble, devastating. Because Jason Kidd became 
and off the dribble three-point shooter, which he would show in the playoffs most of the time. And, and then he became one of the best catch-and-shoot three-point uh, point guard shooters at, at his time ever. Right. So it's like that, that, that transition doesn't he's happen a, all the time. He's amongst the, the top people in three-pointers made. Shout-out to Jason Kidd. Shout-out to Jason Kidd. But, I mean, uh, legendary point guard. We already know. But okay, yeah, who's, who's number four? Let's get into this. Oh, uh-oh. Uh oh! Oh my gosh! Uh oh! Oh my gosh! Uh oh! At number four, I saw the face. And I knew it was something absurd. Yeah, like uh, guys, I don't know who number four is. So like, I'm, I'm actually in, in suspense with you guys. But. All right, number four, man. It's gonna take exactly what the title of this team's name is to get them to this position. We have the Orlando Magic at, at number four. <laughs> what in the? Yo! <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Stay off the weed. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Yo. This is a uh, Yo. Yeah, they trolling. Obviously, Bro. Obviously, ESPN's trolling. Bro. Yo, man, leave the, the interns alone. Like, y'all really be really messing their weekends up. Bro. It shows, bro. It shows. Like, I don't know who was like, hey, 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 new new guy or girl or whatever. They're like, uh... What are you doing this weekend? I was like, I'm going to this category. No, you're not. You're going to do the NBA uh, playoff seating. <laughs> and then they told her to lock herself in her little dorm room or whatever and figure that stuff out. This is unacceptable, man. Bruh. 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 What are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, my God. Can you explain? All right. So the only way this makes sense. No. 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 <laughs> no. No. <laughs> The only way, no, no, no. It does not, no. It no, does not make no. sense. This man. is obviously a two K simulation that that transpired here. Obviously, who is, yo, who's making this list, man? Gosh, right, look. So, how is Orlando Magic making a jump to four? Let me play devil's advocate, man. No, don't play no devil's advocate because you're you're co-signing this. I no, whoa, 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 no. I'm just it's doing this for the sake of the podcast. Can we just? Alright, gang, all right, what do you think? Me, say, say what you gotta right, say, man. Listen. Cause I'm about to I'm about to leave. I'm the intern that did this list, right? Okay. For me, I'm missing my kegger and okay. you know, my roommates arguing with 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 their their significant other over the phone and I can't sleep. Alright, totally. And about, I just about. got back home and this 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 sleazy anchor just dumped his all responsibilities right, so, on me. So tell me why? <laughs> why? Why in the blue? Why in the blue hell? I, I use that word. <laughs> pun intended. Pun intended. <laughs> Why in okay. the blue hell? Give me a, um, a tap to apply some uh, pragmatic logic. Do they this. make this Let's... enormous jump don't, in the Eastern don't, Conference? Don't stab me. Make sure all knives are away. Mar- right. Marco Fultz right. is recovering from. No, 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 no. Hear me out. Yo, hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like you're walking towards the knife. <laughs> no, but look, Marco Fultz is um, he's suffering from from the uh, um, thoracic nerve syndrome, and um, that's the same injury the person who wrote that list is. Suffering. Yeah, I, apparently, I don't know. There's nerve. a lot that there, there. There's a lot going on that we don't know. Um, but here, here's what I'm saying. Um, it's gonna take uh, a lot of Jesus juice, and I don't know. Like healing crystals, whatever y'all are into, and freaking spells is gonna take uh, <laughs> the planets lining, and uh, I don't know. 
all the infinity stones. Moose <laughs> makes to get all the infinity stones to get them at the fourth, at the fourth seat. seat. <laughs> Listen, but uh, um, in seriousness though, this is unacceptable. But I do feel like the Atlanta Magic are going to be a lot better than what people are saying they are. They're not going to be a cellar dweller, and people keep like, like this is the most absurd assessment I, I found of them. But also equally. Them being the fourteenth seed, that's not realistic either. So no way. Yeah, so it's like they're not gonna be the fourth seed. Yeah, no, no, uh, no. But the fourth seed, that means that like they're going to be among the top four teams in the conference. My prediction list has them barely missing the playoffs. Barely missing the playoffs. Yeah, barely missing the playoffs. Again, I I I feel like because I feel like they're, they're those teams that they that uh they have a lot, but I feel like there's gonna be. As teams get better, younger teams, uh, I have I have I have a strong belief that. So like, do you think that the Hawks would be the ones to edge them out of their little playoffs? I do think so. I think Trey Young is the real deal. He shows uh, a lot of uh, promise when it comes to just, just passing the ball, shooting the ball. I think he understood the NBA game late, and we're 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 misunderstanding this. I think their record would have been a lot better if he understood what kind of player he's supposed to be in this league. Earlier in the season, because he gave, like he came on late last year, like yeah, and we're we're his not first two months were horrendous. I'm not gonna fail to acknowledge his growth as a player. Yes, and I believe that team grew as well. Yeah, and I think I see a lot of that. Uh, they don't they fight hard every game. Yes, yes. So they're, so they're, so, so they're, do the Magic. The Magic fight hard every game too. They're but, not devoid of talent, and they're not. Uh, Cellar dwellers, yeah. I mean, like they don't have like when it comes to magic, they don't have that dynamic three ball shooter that that they need at at the point guard position or a, a dynamic three point shooter period. But what I'm saying is like they that, got Isaac, look, they got look, Isaac, they got Vucevic. That's got what Fultz is when he's healthy. He's a three tier scorer who can facilitate at a ten assist clip when he's healthy. His shot is broken right now. But, like, recent shots of him doesn't look so broken. He's hitting contested mid-range fallaway jump shots. There's no hitch. There's over no a, a five-foot um, shooting coach? No, but it's still, though. <laughs> like those Before, he wasn't able to do it over any shooting listen, coach. Listen, listen, Before, listen. his whole jump shot would hitch, and he would do I, this weird thing. I hold Cretans over who they're shooting over. If they're shooting over, because a lot of players come into the, the... More than the fact that he could actually shoot? I'm, the verdict is still out on faults, man. All the best to you, faults. Let's get into this fifth, man. This fifth? Come on, come on, bro. <laughs> come on, uh, we talked too much about this um, Orlando Magic. Let's get into this fifth real quick. Fifth seed, let's go. This is not bad. It's not where I have them, but Toronto Raptors at, at your number five, the defending champs. Definitely not. They're, they're going to be way higher than that. Nick Nurse has, has yeah. that whole team playing on a high ball-in level. Yeah. Defensive and, energy. As soon as... Scores the best of them. As soon as uh, Kawhi Leonard, funny story, as soon as Kawhi Leonard said he's going to sign with the um, Clippers, Nick Nurse talked to um, Pascal Siakam and um, Fred Van Vliet, and he said, yo, I got 20 shots next season. Who wants some shots? (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, we're going to see it. We gonna see Pascal Siakam. Shout out Fred Van Vliet, though. I like how he balls, man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That's a real one. It's a real one. That man has 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 the it factor. Yes, he's he's a winner. He's a champion. So yeah, yeah and, and he's one of the best six men in the game right now. Yeah, no question on both ends of the court. Right. So yeah, he's yeah. He, made no mistake. He did it. 
World champion Fred Van Vliet. Make no mistake. Make no mistake. Pascal Siakam is going to have his best year next year. Yes. No mistake. He is. Yep. And he's going to uh, emerge as one of the best players in the conference as well. Facts. Yeah. That's a hot. So we we agree on that. Fifth is not that bad. They could either be four or fifth. Yeah. It's not that bad. Yeah. Like third if like Siakam has some ridiculous stupid year. Right. Yeah. All right. So you you care to hear what number six is? I I actually do. Um, I... uh, Uh, so we're going to get into number six, Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat. I'm done, bro. I'm done, bro. <laughs> I'm done, bro. I'm done. Yo. I'm done, bro. Yo. I'm, I'm sorry, man. Number six, though. Come on, man. Number six, though. Come on, man. Number six, though. Come on. You being dead serious right now? Apparently, apparently bro. We have the Miami Heat making a jump from obscurity last year because they missed, barely just missed the playoffs. Come on, man. This is... We have them making the jump into the sixth seed. This is outrageous. Propelling over certain teams that we have yet this to talk is, this about. This is outrageous. Uh, this is a... Uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm on the Eric Andre show. I do. Like, this is not a real list. Yo, the Miami <laughs> Heat, man. Do you care to talk uh, about this any further? N- no, shout out Jimmy Butler. No, I don't. Shout out Jimmy Butler is one of the hardest working men, but I mean, at the end of the day, one man can't get you into the sixth seed. Look, may- maybe look. So I've suspected for a while that the Miami Heat um, were trying to get involved in this free agency bonanza, and like, and like they just struck out. But they kind of like, like they didn't have the same. Um, Criticism that like a team like the Knicks got because whether we want to acknowledge it or not, the Miami Heat are a free agency destination any year. So any year, any listen, every listen. year, they're always going if to be. If you in want the Knicks. West Coast weather, you yeah. want West Coast weather, and you want East Coast problems I mean, in if, Miami. Literally, because like, East Coast like West West Coast weather, East Coast problems is just simply putting it that. No it, LeBron, no, no Kawhi, no no Paul George. KD's injured half the year. Like you, all no, you gotta do is no just, taxes on your house. No taxes on your house. You know what I mean, like, uh, like you got D Wade giving you advice. His wife is over there cheering you on. Woo, Gabriel Union, shout out Gabriel Union. Yeah, yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like just it's it's the whole it's, it's magic going on down there. It's a it's, it's no a, no respect to the Orlando Magic. It's a great destination. There's no way you're gonna tell me that they're going to the sixth seed. Uh, but look. they lost Hassan Whiteside. All right, they, they lost uh, Goran Dragic. He's on the Mavericks Goran now. Dragic. They lost a, a bivy of players. I Josh mean, Richardson. Wrong. Josh Richardson's no longer there. Is a uh, is a Winslow still gonna be a point guard? Because I don't think. I think he still is. I mean, that, I, it, it's working, but like. They got a very decent looking rookie over there. Uh, the name escapes me at the moment, but uh, yeah, I don't want to talk about you guys no more. Sorry right? guys, sorry guys. It, uh, it doesn't make sense to me. How even you, though Jimmy Butler ain't the type to miss the playoffs. Right. Particularly in the East, and like he's gonna have. I don't have them missing the playoffs. Yeah, like he's gonna be yeah, he's gonna be like I have them like eighth seed or something like. Especially Coach Bo getting them boys. Or maybe maybe who knows? It depends. It depends. Listen, listen. I don't have Jimmy Butler missing the playoffs per se, but make no mistake, he can look. He can miss the playoffs, bro. As far as all teams, all things are said and done, he it's possible. I think that uh, it's possible, bro. I, I think if the Miami Heat had one more deal. Left and like, yeah, 
I honestly feel like something happened with the Russell Westbrook trade, and he was really supposed him or Chris Paul was no, supposed to end up in in Miami. Nothing happened. Westbrook just wanted to play with his boy. That's all. That you you think so? That's it. So like, what about Chris Paul? Like you like? No, it didn't matter about Chris Paul. They were, Rockets were trying to get rid of Chris Paul. <laughs> OKC was trying to accommodate Westbrook for all his loyalty and and being the best Thunder player that they ever had. I think that the Miami he have had, Pat Riley has something up his sleeve. Like Pat Riley understands what time it is oh, in the conference. Please, please, and, please and, believe. If they make the playoffs, we gotta have a traditional Pat Pat move. Pat has to make some moves. Yeah, like it's, it's gonna be something bananas too. Like Bradley right. Bill and uh, so like my bet is that um, the Miami Heat are going to take on the contract of John Wall to trade for Bradley Bill, and and um, they're gonna hash this out during the trade deadline. That's what I think is gonna happen. And that will definitely guarantee them a spot, and it'll probably boot out uh, my surprise pick in the playoffs, the Atlanta Hawks. But, yeah, yeah, that would definitely boot them out. Yeah. But with all that being said, let's get in. You want to get into seven Saints? Oh my God! Saints, you want to get into seven? Who's seven, man? You want to talk about seven? Yes, let's. let's you want to talk? Yes, about, please. You want to talk about the number seven? No. And seven. at seven, we got. The Vol Show, a.k.a. Victor Oluwadipo, and the boys who just signed Malcolm Brogdon, the Pacers, at number seven. Look. All right. Are we... Yeah, 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 yeah. we're forgetting how good Oladipo is. Are we forgetting... No, are we forgetting how good a coach... Nate McMillan is? Are we we really forgetting that? It's funny how uh, Oladipo... Are we forgetting they were number three seed before yeah, Victor Oladipo got injured? Down, yo, and look, and are we forget? Oh, I know you. I know why we're forgetting this. You know why we're forgetting this? Because ESPN failed to cover the Indiana Pacers when they were number three seed when they were in the East. They didn't say anything. All they all they talked about is how bad the the, the Celtics are, and why and the like Celtics, why they're not yeah why the Celtics so bad why yeah, the Lakers so bad yeah, like, you guys wasted airtime talking about why the Lakers and the Celtics are so bad when you had teams like the Pacers at the number three seed and look let's and like Oladipo is is like coming back to the best situation he's ever been in, in basketball um, ever yes 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 he's the focal point. Of a team he's, that complements his playing style. He's been exactly. the focal point for a while, and I, one thing about one thing I want to say. I think the team regressed, but not seventh regressed. What the hell? No, man. They 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 added shooting, scoring, and they they, have, they, they added big names, but they also supplemented depth. They lost Darren Collison. And replaced him with Malcolm Brogdon. But Malcolm, yeah, Malcolm Brogdon is going to do his thing. But I think uh, with all that being said. They, they lost, lost Bogdanovich too. Lost Bogdanovich, one of their leading scorers, who but, t- who took up the mantle yeah, after Victor went yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, certainly did. Lost to him. They lost uh, Thaddeus Young, one of their better role players on their team. Yeah, one of their better wing defenders. Uh, they also, uh, which we'll call it. We also. I'm just gonna go out and flat out and say this, Miles Turner. You need to step your life up, bro. I we, think Miles, know, we, we know that you're we're, you're due for a breakout year. Yeah, like but like it's going on but, year three. Was waiting for it now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Miles Turner um, has again like he kind of reminds me a little bit of Hassan Whiteside as like a player 
who could be a lot better than what they are. No disrespect. No disrespect, Miles Because Hassan Whiteside, you're the ultimate underachiever. Yeah, the ultimate underachiever. I mean, like... Like, you you can't show flashes and then just stop playing But, like, there's games where Hassan Whiteside looks like he can be legit a top three defender. Then there's other games where he looks like he doesn't care about basketball. Because my gripe with Miles Turner is because he's always going to bring it on defense. Miles Turner's always going to bring it on defense. My problem with him is... He, he's due for a breakout season offensively. He's a freak athlete. He can shoot the ball with range. Like, bro, why aren't you, like, up there with the cats and the, all these people? You yeah, have, yeah, you have like, the physical attributes to do so. Yeah, man. And it's like, yeah. Why aren't you up there with these players? Yeah. And, and, and like, I understand if you aren't necessarily getting the touches that a cat is getting or Embiid is getting. But bro, I get that. But, like, you can affect, like, as a listen, big, listen. you can affect the game in so many different ways. Yo, Victor was out last year. He could have got all the touches. He could have got all the touches he wanted. Yeah, that's true. Like, like Vic was out last year. But, like, is his main thing, does he want to be, like, a back-to-the-basket guy and he's kind of like, oh, I can't do that on this team? But he, but he has a, such a good face-up game. I don't That's know what why I'm saying. Like, yeah, I, I don't like what. Is, what is what is stopping you? Shout out to the poster that he gave Gordon Hayward last season. Yeah, that shout was, out to the, that was beautiful. That was beautiful stuff. Artiste, artiste. Yo, you Saints. Oh yeah, guys. So you want to get into this eighth seed? All right. Okay. Oh, let me. I'll, you want? You yeah, want? I, you want to announce the eighth seed? Yeah. <laughs> Or should should I? I mean, so I, I, that was going to it. The eighth seed they have drum roll, please. The Brooklyn Nets as the eighth seed. Let me just explain <laughs> why this is. Uh, <laughs> particularly when you tell me that the Toronto Raptors and the Orlando Magic are going to be better than this team. Let's let's ex- let's explain something right. There are three. Players in the Eastern Conference who are game world changers. Four, actually. Right. Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Kyrie, you know the vibes, Irvin. Like, what? This man was second All-NBA last year right. on a bad year. He is one of the, the, the game's most gifted and iconic shot makers. He's a top 10 player in the NBA. And has one of the best handles, if not the best handles, in all of basketball. There is no scenario where he's going to be on the eighth seed. This Brooklyn Nets team is top to bottom better than the team they had last year. Even losing Ed Davis and replacing him with DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan is considered quote-unquote washed up or not what he used to be. But he's still walking double-double and give you two blocks a game. Or block and a half a game. There's, he's they, actually giving you more blocks than Ed Davis would give you. Actually giving you more blocks than Ed Davis would give you. So, so They've upgraded every part of the squad, this team. Sorry, you can. I don't know. Allow myself to chime. In. I'm gonna chime in real quick. Uh, yeah, yeah. I turned the mic to my to my face so I could talk to you guys. Uh, <laughs> a little more personally, like you know, yeah, kinda, I'm gonna get into this. Yeah, I wanted I wanted you guys to hear me. You have one of the best <laughs> off seasons this season, and probably in NBA history. Yeah, one of like. Like up there with like the Heat and and the the Celtics of 08. Absolutely. Yeah, it's right up there with those guys. So you do that, and not only do you improve your roster, but you have everybody on the roster is healthy at this moment, except for Kevin Durant. Shout out to Kevin Durant. But uh, I think you guys are overstating 
the effect that Kyrie, uh, you're like overstating the injury. Like the injury is the difference between first seed title contender and eighth seed barely getting into the playoffs. It's not. That's not the case. It's not the case. I'm sorry to tell you guys, but that is not the case. If and and honestly, like this is the worst eighth seed that I would have played. Like. Like I'm about to play AC with angry Kyrie Irving. That KD's kind of coming back. Like, what what are you doing? Like, come on, guys. I want to know what you guys are smoking in ESPN. <laughs> and are you selling it to the masses? Because I Please. want I want no parts of your K two. Man, I want that. Man, I want to wake up and just now have Karen Rowe saying that's nah. going to be AC. That's a wonderful feeling. That's some that's some um tinfoil hat. Weed. Like, I don't know where this idea comes from that the Nets don't have anybody on their team outside of their stars. Like, I feel like the last two years, this organization, if you look at what they've done, they've that's that's no longer. They have one of the best six men in the league. Preach. And Talk about it. Say the, say the man's name. Spencer Dinwiddie. Shout out to Spencer Dinwiddie. Feel me? Okay. They have Joe Harris, the best three-point shooter in the league by statistics. Percentage-wise? 49% from the three-point line. Like, the guy is all-world. They have Torian Prince. Who's currently playing on Team USA? Currently playing on Team USA, mind you. They have Karis Devert, fully healed from a catastrophic leg injury. Who I might add you isn't, is, is, I, I don't know why people don't pay attention to how good this guy is. Listen, like, he had one, all right, I'm going I'm to I'm a piggyback off what you just said. Um, Karis Levert had one of the best uh, first-round playoff performances as a young player uh, there was the people who stuck out to me like a, a sore thumb uh, as far as breakout um, performances in the playoffs. It was Karis LeVert and was Shea Gilgis Alexander. Yeah, Shea Gilgis Alexander really on the yeah. on the um, Los Angeles Clippers. Yeah, like now the Thunder. Shout out to, to yeah. Oh man, wow, bro. So he really did so, ball out. So when I when I look at that first round. There was a couple people that you know was going to do their thing. Like, Lou Williams going to do his thing. You know people... You know that there's the guarantee yeah. people. But the people who bro- broke out and just had monster games, and you're like, oh, wow, this guy has arrived. It was Karis Avert, Shea Gildas Alexander. Something... And, uh, sorry, to... Like, he, he was shooting... How many... How, he was shooting, like, almost 40, 47% from the three-point line. He was shooting something crazy. He was... He was diamond it out. He was passing the ball. He was... Cutting people up off the dribble, like make no mistake, bro. When you get a taste of the playoffs, and you are a talented player, and you are driven like this Nets team is driven, because this team, this Nets team, was a team that wasn't projected to be in the playoffs last year. You know what? I love this this doubt. I love all the doubt because last year you had us not in the playoffs. We we finished sixth seed. You have us regressing and, and and finishing eighth this year with with an upgraded roster. With an upgraded roster, this only speaks volumes for what the team is gonna do. This team this team also takes a lot of all this hate and constructive criticism, and they take this and they actually apply it to their game and they use it as motivation. Yo, and also this is something that like needs to be addressed. So all right, Ben Simmons locked up D'Angelo Russell in the playoffs last year. Which I'm telling you is a crazy feat because D'Lo goes in. Right. This is not a weak sauce dude. Like, nah, he's built this for this. This dude's built for this. And Ben Simmons locked him up. He couldn't do nothing against Karis Devert. 
couldn't do nothing. When they switched him on to Karis Devert, Karis Devert was screaming at his face, pulling threes, threes on him. Like, he, yo, even what's dumped, up? he even had a uh, uh, play where he dumped on the team, bro. Like, come on, bro. Yeah, like, he's... Like, listen, make no mistake, man. If you think the Nets are going to be an eighth seed, you're going to be sadly mistaken. I got a We're, brace to sell you. I, yo, listen. Brooklyn Bridge is for sale. I got you right now. Y'all can look back on mm-hmm. this episode. Wholesale. And take this at face value. When I tell you the eighth, the eighth seed will not be the Nets, and I believe the Nets will be the in the up. I have them finishing four three, four three. That's where I have them at. Four three, four four three, four three. Okay. Yeah, we're currently where the Orlando Magic are sitting at. Yeah, but the- <laughs> what a joke. First Yo, and foremost, the Nets and the Magic got to be switched. There's, no, I'm sorry, bro. Yeah, that is. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. That's not that's not gonna go down. This not this is not this is not sports journalism. What you guys are doing, this is actually tabloid work, and you guys need to stop this nonsense that you're doing. And you're putting this team out. You putting these. Do you guys watch basketball, man? Because <laughs> I think I think ESPN has too much. You're preoccupied. I get it. It's a sports network. It's not a basketball network. It's not NBA TV. I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are obviously uninformed. You guys are all about the hearsay, and you guys uh, have no clue how this thing goes. But if Fox Sports One, look, look, you're like we say ESPN, and like I'm, I'm not gonna lie, it's a lot of slander for ESPN. Again, just our opinion. But Fox Sports One be having some bizarre takes too. Like, listen, listen, ESPN, that's, that's a- ESPN is is the the top brand. Fox Sports One. You're like the knockoff brand that nobody talks about. We're not going to talk about... <laughs> right now, I'm talking about Captain Crunch. I'm not talking about Colossus Crunch. Colossus Crunch? Got you, got all you. right, we're talking about... Shout out Shannon Sharp, though. I see you, though. Listen, shout out, Sh- shout out Shannon Sharp. Got that yak in the black and the mile. Holla at you. I see you, big dog. Listen, we talking about the big brands, though. And when you're the big brand, you cannot be putting out this irresponsible tabloid no, work. No, absolutely not. This is horrible, man. Listen, this is just ridiculous, man. And as far as playoff goes, we're going to see what happens when that ball tips off this this season, bro. Yo, I, I got... Listen, I'm Yo, excited. Yo, Celtics, about, you're not number two seed, Celtics, look. Not two seed. I love you guys. Boston Love Letter, we love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Kemba, man, you messed up signing there, man. Like, And, and they, they setting you up for calamity. Like, yeah. It's not no cakewalk on this side in the NBA, but okay, we're gonna find out the hard I way. I mean, did they set him up for calamity? Look, people, people, people. He was on the Hornets his oh, whole career. All right, all right, okay, all right. Let uh, me, uh, all right, all right. If the expectation is, hey, come here to win a championship, yeah, they set you up big time, buddy. Because that's not well, happening. You're not coming anywhere near one. Listen. Sorry. Anywhere is better than the Charlotte. Charlotte. Anywhere is better than nowhere. Better than the Charlotte Bobcats. I'm gonna call y'all the Bobcats because that's what that's, that's what you guys disrespectful. That's what you know. guys are back to. Yo, Mike, you don't like where's this will to win in terms of being an owner? What's good, bro? Like you, what's up, man? Yo, you said you wanted to sign Kemba at any means, right? You lowball him. You give all, uh, uh, all NBA point guard. You lowball him, thinking like he's not gonna go. The nowhere. biggest contract you ever gave out was to. Terry Rozier, all the mo- yeah. the amount of money Kemba Walker made in his lifespan as a Hornet is the the amount of money you divvy out to Terry Rozier. This makes absolutely no sense. Just let you know that right now. All right, man, I'm I'm done talking. Yeah, like, my head hurts. Yeah, my head hurts too. Uh, 
I, I spoke too much. <laughs> uh, spoke too soon. This is ridiculous. Uh, you know how we do. Take them ankles, man. Yo, take them ankles. Listen, um, thank you guys for, for, for rocking with us, being patient. Um, I just want to thank everybody out there who's uh, been listening to us. I appreciate you guys, and uh, we're coming with more heat. Better getting better every single day. And uh, my man Bass still has a disgusted look on his face. He, he actually doesn't... He, he looks like he doesn't, he doesn't want to talk anymore. Um, like something died in the room. That's what he looks like. It's very, like, disheartening right now. I don't know. Look. Look. ESPN, no better, do better. I've been Saints. I've been Bass. Feel me? That's what we doing out here. Feel me? No better. Do better. You, you got a problem. You have a problem. <laughs> we out of here.